We're starting today, Daptali Dalad. We can start where we left off. That we said <clears throat> that Eshachai Bimita Pater Afalamita. We have this concept of Achai Nosei Atmo. And if you have a living person in the bed and another person goes and carries the living person in the bed, you're going to be putter not only for carrying the person because but also um, you're going to be putter for carrying the bed because just like we saw by the food and the kli, the bed is going to be bottle to the chai. And the chai, you're not going to be chai on to the living person because, because he carries himself. So... That all works out. Um, so the Gemara wants to say, Lema Masnison Rabbi Nasan Rabbanon. Do you want to say that our Mishnah is only according to Rabbi Nasan and not the Rabbanon? Did Tanya, as we learned in a Brisa, Hamaitzi Behema Chayev Oif Lurishus Harabim, Bain Chayev Chayin Ubain Shchutin Chayev. That if a person carries out an animal, okay. Whether it's alive or dead, the Rabbanon say chayev. Rabbanon for carrying a dead animal, then you're going to be chayev. However, so we see here again a concept of chayev. However, that's only according. That's only true according to Rabbanon. So what we're trying to say, what I'm, what what the uh, Tan of the Gemara is trying to say is, are we trying? Are we going to go ahead and and say that our Mishnah, which says that carrying the Chai Bemita is okay because Chai Nesei is only Reb Because according to the Chacham, the Chacham would hold that whether it's a Chai or a Mace, it doesn't matter, Chai or Mace, you're, you're not going to be able to carry it out. So Amar Rava, Rava answers no. He says, Afilu Tame Rabbanon, that our Mishnah is even going according to Rabbanon. But there's a difference between our Brisa and the Mishnah. Ad kan that the brisa the only time the rabbanon were arguing with Nelson, that they said even a chai is going to be usher to carry out on Shabbos. That's only for animals. Demisharvati nafshayu they they like they stiffen themselves they make themselves very heavy. Um, you know they make it difficult to pick them up so you really have to. There's no concept of chai noisayis atzmai by an animal. Avol adam chai noisayis atzmai afidu rabbanon moidu. However, our Mishnah is talking about a person, and by a person, even the rabbanon are going to agree to rabbanon. It's l'divrei hakol. So we, we we tried asking. Maybe our Mishnah is only going like one shita. We say no. Amalei rav adabar avol l'rava v'hadet tanan. It says in the following. It says in the following. Right. It says in the Mishnah ben b'seira matir b'sus. So over here, we're talking about, so we know that there's a concept of selling, uh, it's usher on Shabbos to sell an animal to a guy, normally because we know there's a concept of shvises behemtai, which is an isr da'araisa, right? Your animal has to rest. Remember, we discussed that in Baba Behema. Your animal has to rest on Shabbos. So there's an, ish, an isr da'arabanan of selling your animal to a guy for Shabbos. Okay, however, here we're talking about a sus. So Ben Becerra Mater Besus by a horse. Now, how is this horse used? A horse is used for riding. Riding on a horse, that's not an Isidaraisa. Anyways, it's only an Isidarabanon. So Ben Becerra Matir Besus, he allowed a person to sell their horse to a guy for Shabbos. Vitanya Ben Becerra Matir Besus. Why? Vipneshu Isabai Malacha Shane Chayev Chayev and Allah Chatos. 
because the malacha that you do on a horse, right, is that it, it carries a human, and that is only an iser dirabanon. Okay, so therefore, Ben Basira said, when it's only an iser dirabanon, we don't have a problem of daraisa shvises behemta. It's only midrabanon of that a person might come to, uh, a person will ride on it. So then we will we'll allow the sale. That both Ben Becerra and Reb are the same shita. Now, Reb we just said, he held, we tried to explain away the machlekes between Reb and Reb as talking about only an animal. Right, the weight of an animal is is, is we said is not That's why the rabbanon argue. But when it comes to a human, the rabbanon will agree that a chai is noisei And over here, we're talking about a human riding on a sus. So again, Ben Becerra said you're allowed to. Ben Becerra allowed one to sell their horse to a guy because it's what is a horse used for? The malacha of a horse is that a human rides on it. Worst case scenario, that's only a Durabanan anyway. So we allowed you to, Durabanan, we're not geyser, we allowed you to sell your horse to a guy, you know, for Shabbos, because the worst, because the worst case scenario, that's what Ben Becerra says. And Rabbi Yechanan comes and says, you know who Ben Becerra is like? He's like Rav Nassan. One second. If you want to explain, like we explained, right, in order to make our Mishnah not a Das Yachid, we said that our Mishnah... Um, we said that the Rabbanon over there that arguing Rav Nassan is only talking about the weight of an animal that's alive. However, a human, like over here, a human that would ride on a horse, the, the Chacham would agree. So why would Rabbi Yechanan say, Ben Becerra, Rav Nassan, Amr Dabir Echad? Right? So, if you want to say that the Rabbanon don't argue, that's only when it comes to an animal. Because they make themselves heavy. They stiffen. They make themselves heavy. Why are we saying Ben are saying the same thing? They're in their own little private club. Here, if we're talking about a human riding on the horse, so it's a human chai. Human chai, we said the Rabbanon are going to agree to. So what is Rabbi Yechanan saying? So the Gemara answers, the case that Rabbi Yechanan was talking about, that when he said Ben Becerra was Matir Besus, is not talking about a sus that humans ride on. It is meant to carry birds. Okay, And therefore, again, we're now talking about that it's going to be carrying an, an, an animal, not a human. And when um, it's going to be carrying an animal, that's where the Rabbanon and Ramnasan argue. And Ramnasan holds that he'll hold its mutter, and that's who Ben Becerra is going like. Really, is there such a concept of a sus miyuchad Do we have? Do we have right? Do we have uh, the birds riding on a horse? So the Gemara says in the Bay Vaidan, we're talking about in Ika the Bay Vaidan, the the bird hunters. So they would have um, a horse to carry all their uh, catch, right, their haul. So they went ahead and they hunted a bunch of birds and they would hang it up on the horse. And um, so we see that a horse could be used to carry birds and now everything works. Amar Rav Yechanan, Rav Yechanan says, Even though Rav Nassan held he would agree, now we're here, with, that if, if the subject being, if we're talking about a human or a bird, if it's tied up, 
Okay, then we can no longer say Chai we have these Persians, the command the Kefisi Dami that they would wrap they would ride when they would ride, Rashi explains they would wrap themselves up. Okay. Um, now this was because they were uhganim, right? They were pampered. They didn't want to go on the ground, so they would tie themselves up so that other people, they would be carried all day others. So how are you going to understand that we're saying, what do you mean? Over here, they're, 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 being, they're being ridden on a horse, right? They're being taken on a horse, and they're all tied up. So how, how are we going to allow it? So the Gemara says, no, they're not really tied. They... They're, they're tied, but they're not unable to move. They just choose not to. They're, they're spoiled. They don't want to move, right? They're rich. They figured uh, we, no longer have to, uh, um, we no longer have to move our feet and carry ourselves. We can get other people to carry us. So Ramos Rucha, they were being, uh, you know, arrogant. They were being um, uh, elitist. Because as we see that there was some sort of uh, uh, um, officer, some Persian... Uh, from Persian guy, and the king got angry at him, and boy, did he run. And he, in fact, even though he was all wrapped up and supposedly tied, like you want to say tied and unable to move, he ran pretty quickly when the king got angry. He ran three parses on foot. So we see that the, whatever tie, whatever tying we consider uh, these parsayim, it's not considered tied uh, to be uh, really unable to move. They're doing it because uh, they're spoiled. Okay, we said as Hamespimita, in the Mishnah we said that if it's a uh, dead person, you carry out a dead person together with the bed, then you're going to be Chayev. Okay, and also a Kazayas Minames, we said, because you want to remove it from in front of you, because that is the shear, a Kazayas Minames is the shear that would be Matama bias. Okay, so you go ahead and you take it out, you're going to be Chayev for that as well. Okay, that even, so, yeah, I'm sorry, we're on the Vachulu. So we said, right, that if, if you take out a mace, you're going to be chayev. That was Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Shimon argued, Rabbi Shimon held that it was a malacha shenitzrich like we explained in Rashi, right? We said that because you don't actually want to transport you're not looking to necessarily transport the mace. All you're looking to do is get him out from the house. That is not considered a malacha shetzricha lugufa. So <clears throat> we're in that part of the machlekes over here. So v'amar rav yisav v'amar rav shimon ben lakish poiter haya rav shimon af b'maitzi yitzam mace l'kayvrei. Then you know want to know how far we go? Again, we're talking about taking out a dead body. Rav Yehuda is going to hold, you're going to be chayev for taking out a dead body. Rav Shimon holds his putter. It's malach shenet tzricha legufa. Comes along these Amoraim and they say that even if you're taking out the mace to bury it, you're still going to be putter. Amarava. However, Rav says, that if you take out a shovel to dig with, v'sefer Torah likris boy, or you take out a sefer Torah to read, the chayev. So even though Rav Shimon holds Malacha She'enitzricha Lugufa is potter, if you take out the shovel to dig or the Sefer Torah to read, you are going to be chayiv. So the Gemara asks Shita, of course, 
Well, yeah. If you want to tell me that taking out a shovel to dig or a safer Torah to read is not considered a malacha, is not considered a malacha then how would you ever find the malacha shetzrich legufa? So the Gemara tries to suppose like this: There's a habamina to say The Gemara is trying. We, we want to know how far to take Rav Shimon when we say that something is considered a malacha shetzrich legufa. We know that removing a dead body from the room that's considered a malacha shetzrich legufa. That's not considered a malacha that I'm doing for my own purpose. So the question here is, what, what about, maybe there was a Havamina that you have to do the Malacha, not only L'Tzarech you, but L'Tzarech the Dover that you're taking out. For instance, Kigayin Mar Tas. If you're taking out the shovel in order to fix the shovel, to use Velach Bar and then dig with it. So maybe there's a Havamina to say that, you know what, Malacha Shetzricha Lagufa is according to Rav Shimon that you're going to be chayev. It's not only that I'm using this kli to benefit me, but I have to do a malacha with this kli to benefit the kli itself. So I'm, going to, I'm taking out a shovel to fix the shovel so that I can dig with, that would be a malacha shetzricha legufa. But anything short of that, there was a havamina to say, if I just take out the shovel to dig with it, since I am not doing anything for the guf of the kli, the malacha that I'm doing, maybe I'm going to be potter. Or Maybe the only way you're going to be high for taking out a safer Torah is if I take it out to correct it and then read from it. So I want to be able to do something to improve the safer Torah and that I could use it for myself. That would be the only cases where Rav Shimon is going to hold Chayim. Kamash Malan, no. That we see that Rav Shimon is going to hold Malacha Shetzricha Lagufa is if, as long as I want to use it. So again, if I'm taking out the shovel to dig with it, that is considered malacha shetzricha legufa. I, the Gemara said, it's poshit. What do you mean? We're saying no. That maybe there was a havamina that the only way you're going to be a chayef for a shovel is if you're going to try to improve, fix the shovel, and use it. But if you're just using it, maybe the Shimon would hold that is not considered malacha shetzricha legufa. Kamash no. Ahu shechva. We had a corpse, right? A dead body. Dehava bidrukra. Was, that there was a, uh, a dead body in the city called uh, Drukra. Shara Rav Nachem Bar Yitzchak la'afkue le'karmelis. Rav Nachem Bar Yitzchak allowed them to take the dead body out to the Karmelis. Amar le'Rav Yechanan ach v'demar de'rei de'rav no Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak. So Rav Yechanan the brother, uh, right? So he said to Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, Kiman, why are you allowing, why did Rav Nachman allow the body to be taken out? Kirav Shimon? You want to say like Rav Shimon? That you're allowed to remove a dead body from Rosh Hashanah. Amar de Potter of Shimon, Michi of Chatos. Rav Shimon only said you're allowed to. He said Potter. He never said you're allowed to. He said that, that if you remove a body from a house and bring it to Rosh Hashanah, you are Potter. You're not Chayv Chatos. However, it's still going to be also Midrabanon. So Amar he says, no, no, no. Ha'alakim. Di'ailat be'at. Okay, <laughs> you, you, you got your halachas wrong. You would even go ahead and take this body out. Why? Because even according to Rabbi Yehuda, Shari, it would be allowed. We didn't say this story. If you look back, not to Right? So, Rabbi Yehuda, Shari, I didn't say Rabbi Yehuda, I said you're allowed to take it out to a Carmelis. 
And now we only are dealing with an Iser Durabanon and Gadol Kavad Abriyas Shadaychas Lesasei Shabbatayra. That Kavad Abriyas, right, of Kavad of the Mace, to take it out, to um, bury it, that would only, that, that would be a Din in Kavad Abriyas, or actually removing it from you would be Kavad Abriyas, right? You don't want the dead body in front of you. And it's Deicha, Lesasei Shabbatayra. Obviously, we've explained that before. It's not really Lesasei, it's just Deicha, the. Lav of Loisasser, right? The one that talks about Madura Banans. I kind of just like put something on top of it and then move the body. So you could, you could, yeah, you could. Um, it's, it's good. The Rishonim discussed that case. Um, you could. We've discussed that before that you could do it that way. What we're saying is that here he even allowed him to do it without that because of Kavod Abrias. That, that was to get it from Rishas Hayachid, right? I mean, that, I'm sorry, right? So that was to deal with the Tiltal issue. And here, um, I'm trying to remember what the answer was. I saw this. This question's asked, and I saw it, and now I don't remember. Um, but I think you could. I think you could. We're just saying that you don't even need to. Are you saying from like just the just understand the regular case why you would need to um, because there, what we're saying is, let's say the body we talked about there was it's lying outside. You wanted to bring it inside. To protect the body, so it wasn't for you. It wasn't a covered abrius issue. The body was dead. Here, you want to get the body out from you, so it's a covered abrius. That's what I would I would say. Either one would work when you're taking the body in, so that it doesn't uh, decompose in the sun. There's no covered abrius, right? The covered is for you, so there's no covered abrius issue. You're trying to get you're trying to protect the body. You're doing it not for yourself, but you're doing it for the body. Um, so there, we would. I'm guessing we would have to. We would have to do it all day a kikar, or something like that. As opposed to here, where it's covered abrius. I want the body, the dead body, out of the house. It's 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 staring me. So there, we would say that you can just take it out. You don't need to do that. Okay, um, Tanan Hasam. We have a mission. So this is going to be really. There's no shaykhas tarsugi other than the fact that we're going to try to bring a raya from our mishnah. Tanan Asam, we have a Mishnah in Negoim. We're talking about Saras over here. Hatoilesh Simone Tuma, somebody who plucks out the Simone Tuma, the Simonim of Tsaras. So um, the Baheres, right, is in order for it to be considered Tsaras, it would have to have two white hairs, right? That's the din of, of Baheres. And in order for it to be Tame, Mishnah Negav Tsaras, that's the two white hairs. So what happens if somebody goes ahead and they pluck out the two white hairs? Or you burn off the michya, right? That's the other type of tzeras. Because what does the Pasuk say? Hishamer benega hatzaras, right? Hishamer is a lashon, Hishamer and pen is a lashon of loisase. Hishamer benega hatzaras, it's an isra daraisa to remove your nega. Okay, itmar achas mishtayim chayev. So let's say you have two white hairs. In order to for your for your tsaras to be tsaras, you need actually two hairs. But let's say you take one of the two out. So then you're going to be chayev for the sleisase because you've destroyed your negatsaras. Negatsaras requires two. You've taken one of the two hairs. Now you no longer have a negatsaras. You're over on the sleisase. Achas mishalosh. What happens if I just take one of the three hairs? Rav Nachman Amar Chayiv, Rav Sheishus Amar Potter. So I've only taken one of three. I'm still leaving two. I'm still leaving an Eged Saras. Rav Nachman Amar Chayiv. Why? Because Ahani Maisa of Lamaisa. 
you're you're plucking a hair, and what's going to happen? If another hair gets uh, falls out, so even though right now when you take out the third hair, you're leaving two remaining, but there's still a chance that one of the other two will will fall out, and yours would not would would have remained, and therefore you're still going to be over. Rav Sheshes Amar Potter, your Potter, Hashdamia Ha'isa Latuma Lamaisa. When you plucked out that hair number three, you left Tumas Taras. You did not destroy your Nagat Taras. Amar Rav Sheshes. Rav Sheshes wants to say Mina Amina How do I know that if I take out the third here, the third here, just the third one, and I leave the two, I'm going to be Potter? The Tanan from our Mishnah, the Chain Kizayis Min also, we said that you're going to be chayiv for taking out kezayis min ames, the kezayis min anavela chayiv. Okay, that again. What was the purpose of removing the kezayis min ames? It's so that your house won't become tame, right? That it won't be matama the things in the house. So we said because kezayis min ames, kezayis min anavela chayiv. Ha chatzis potter. If you only take out a chatzis potter, right? I vahatanya. We have another brayse that says chatzis chayiv. So our mission has said a full kezayis. We have another b'risa that says even if you take out a chatzizayis, you're going to be chayiv for taking out on Shabbos. My love, ha detanya chayiv da'apik chatzizayis mi kezayis. The, the b'risa that said that you're chayiv for taking out a chatzizayis min ames is because you only had a kezayis. So what did you do here? You removed your tumah. And if you removed your tumah, that's considered, according to Rabbi Yehuda, a malacha, Right, it's malacha shetricha legufa. You you wanted to get the tuma out of there, so there's two ways to get the tuma out of there. I could take out the full tuma, or I could take out enough of the tuma to mavatol the sheer tuma. Okay, v'hadetanan potter. And how are we can explain the mishnah that said it's potter? That in other words, our mishnah which said that it's only the kezayis if you take out a full kezayis, but if you take out partial, you're going to be potter. That I, you want to know what the case is where you're going to be putter is if you only took out a half a kezayis from where you had, where you're leaving a remaining share of a kezayis. So our Mishnah says that according to Rabbi Yehuda, you're going to be high for taking out a kezayis because you had a kezayis and a half. But if you, if you had a kezayis and a half and you only took out a half a kezayis, so you would have left in your house the full sheer tumma, the kezayis, enough to be matami your stuff, you would not have been, um, it would not be a malacha shetzricha legufa because you would not have uh, removed the tumma from your house. And we see that removing a chatzizayis tumma from a kezayis and a half, where your chatzizayis will not be mavatal the sheer, you are not going to be chayiv. So too by tzara'as, when I take one of three hairs, leaving a full sheer, I'm also going to be I'm, not, I'm also not going to be chayiv, and that is Rav Shisha's shita. So, right? So he's trying to, Rav Shisha's trying to bring that as a rayev. Rav Nachman says, no. Aidi aidi chayiv. Either way, you're going to be chayiv. V'hadatanan potter. Ah, you want to know what our case of our Mishnah is? You can't bring a raya to this case of Taras from our Mishnah. Our, our Mishnah that said, potter is the afechatsi zayis mimes gadol. That the, the b'risa, you can't bring a raya from our, our Mishnah at all. And the b'risa, which said that you're going to, the, the mashmas, which said you're going to be potter. Okay, that is talking about where it comes from a super large mace. Okay, where it's not that <coughs> you're bringing it down to the minimum shear. It's, it's a huge, uh, a huge body. You're taking out a, a little piece, 
So then it doesn't affect. But everyone, Reb Nachman is going to say that everyone's going to agree, or the mission is going to agree, that if I take out one of three hairs, leaving only the minimum shear, then I'm going to be chayiv, because if one of the other hairs should fall out, um, I w- my action would have been the destruction of the Neget Saras. Moving on to the next Mishnah. If you take, right, you cut your nails, one nail with the other nail. Point is, not with a kli. Or with your teeth. Or you pluck, your hair, pluck a hair, pluck your hair with your hands. Or you pluck your mustache hair. You pluck a beard hair. Also uh, braids. Okay, v'chein um, ha'koycheles and uh, makeup v'chein ha'poykeses. Pakeses is one of two things which uh, Rashi supshatim. Either it's a comb to cut your to, to, to comb your hair, or it's some sort of uh, moisturizer on your face that would would redden the face. It was like a blush. Rabbi Lazar mechayiv v'chachamim oisrim misham shvus. So over here we want to know with all these things taking your fingernails out. With your, without a cleat, right? Just with your, or plucking a hair with your hand, not with the scissors, okay? That is subject to Machlekes Rebbe Eliezer and the Chachamim. Whether you're Chayim and Daraisa or it's only Darabanan. Amr Rebbe Eliezer. Rebbe Eliezer says, Machlekes Biyad, that this, that, this is Rebbe Lazar, that this, that there is a Machlekes is only Biyad. If you cut your fingernails with your hands, or you pluck a hair with your hands. If you use a nail clipper or a scissors, then everyone's going to agree. Even the Rabbanan will agree. You're chayiv. So the Gemara says, Pshita. What, what's your chiddush? Zubazu tanan. The Mishnah said, You take your fingernails, one nail with the other nail, which means you're using your hand, not a nail clipper. So the Gemara says, No, it's not so pasha because I would have had a havamina to say, Rabbanan beklin nami patiri. That the Rabbanon would also potter with a kli. Okay, because maybe, right, what's, what, what's the chiddush here? Maybe, why is cutting your nails usher? Because it's geizes. Maybe geizes is only by a wolf from an animal. Maybe cutting your, your nails is not considered geizes. Vahadzakotani zubazu. And the fact that the Mishnah said zubazu, that really wasn't. Uh, in the Rabbanon, that was like that even beyond, even without a kli, Rabbi Eliezer is going to hold that you're chayiv. No, that you're only chayiv, even the Rabbanon, uh, are, Rabbanon hold, you're only potter if you do a biyad, but the Rabbanon will agree if you cut your nails or your hair with a kli, either with nail clippers or scissors, you're going to be chayiv. On the flip side, la'atzmai. That this is only machlek is about cutting your own hair or your own nails. Let's say um, you want to use your nails to cut your friend's nails, right? You want to rip off your friend's nails with your hand. Then even Rebbe Lazar is going to hold your putter. It's not an iser daraisa. Or I guess a more common case would be if you pluck out your friend's hair. That is only an iser darabanan. Pshita zakta gemara tziparnov. It said yours. Maybe you'll say the Rebbe Lazar is also is also um, would also hold that removing your friends right 
uh, picking your friend's nail or plucking his hair, you'd also be chayiv. And the reason why it said your own, that according to Rabbanon, you are even allowed to take off your own fingernails or pluck your own hair. Um, that, that you're not going to, it's only Isra to Rabbanon. Kamash Malan, that no. So again, we see here that, yes, there's a machlekis between Rabbalazar and the Chachamim in regards to um, taking off your nails or plucking your own, one's own hair with your hand, okay, whether that's an Isra or not. However, on either extreme, using a scissors and a nail clipper, even the Rabbanon will agree that it's a Daraisa, and to do your friends, um, you know, biyad, right, to pluck your friend's nails, or pluck your friend's hair, or cut your friend's nails with your hands, even Rabbi Lazar is going to agree that that's only an Isra Durabana. V'chein Sarai. And so too, when it comes to taking off your hair, right, removing hair. Now, we're going to now discuss... Um, what is the minimum shear for removing hair to be chayiv? Now, again, it depends on who you're going like. According to the Rabbanon, you're not chayiv biyad, so we're talking about if you use a scissors, what is the minimum shear to be chayiv? And according to um, Rebbe Lazar, they hold that even Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe holds even plucking your own hair, the Tana Rebbe Lezer holds, you're going to be chayiv. So what is the minimum shear to be chayiv for plucking out hair, even with using your fingers? So it's the amount that a scissors would use, then you're going to be chayiv. Okay, so it's whatever a scissor cuts. And what is the minimum shear that a scissor cuts? It's two hairs. We said that there's a separate iser when it comes to... Um, when, when you have a body that dies, right? you have a person that dies, so you have a dead body, there's an iser to um, shave the mace because it's an iser of darke amoiri. Okay, I'm sorry. It's an iser to, I, I got this wrong. Sorry, there's an iser to cut one's hair as a sign of avelus. Okay, there's an iser to cut one's hair as a sign of avelus. And that is because, that is because darke amoiri. That, that part was correct. So the iser here is to cut one's hair. And we said, what, is, what does one have to do to be over on this iser? Is you have to cut two hairs. So we see that, we see that Malay uh, Piazug is not two hairs, right? Because otherwise we would have just said Malay Piazug by, by Karcha. So with the issue of Karcha, again, cutting one's own hair as a sign of Avelos, which is Darke Amiri, it says two hairs. Now, if Malay Piazug is two hairs, it would have just said Malay Piazug. So the Gemara says, no, no kasha, aim of a chen so too for karcha and it is, um, wasn't bothered by this question, and um, the minimum shear to be chayev for cutting hair is malay pizug, scissorful, which is two hairs. Tanya nami hachi, ha noitel malay pizug b'shabes chayev, if you take out, you pluck, um, right, you take out, you cut two here, uh, a malay pizug, the scissor fall on Shabbos, you're going to be chayev, a kam malay pizug, shtayim. The Tanakhama, the Rabbanon hold that it's two hairs. However, Rabbi Yezer, Oymar, achas. Rabbi Yezer hold is only one here. So we have two machleksim going on here. Number one, if I take it biyad, am I chayev? Rabbi Yezer says yes. And Rabbi Yezer hold no, only with the scissors, only if you cut your hair with the scissors. And the other machleks is, what is the minimum shear to be chayev? The Rabbanon hold two hairs, and Rabbi Yezer holds only, even if you only cut one hair, you're going to be chayef. 
However, the Chacham will agree to Rebbe Eliezer that one will be Chayiv, that if you pluck out, if you pluck out one hair, right? We said the Rabbanon hold its minimum shear for cutting is two hairs, and Rebbe Yezer holds its one hair. So we're saying now that the Chamu will agree to Rebbe Yezer that if you if you cut out a white hair from your black hair, right? You remove a white hair. So then you're going to be chayev shafilu achas chayev. You're going to be chayev even for one because there your goal is your entire goal is not to cut hair. Your entire goal is to remove the white, and therefore the rabbanon will agree that even if you remove one white hair, you're going to be chayev. V'davar zeh af b'chol aser. That's also going to be aser during the week. It's not only on Shabbos. We should because the pasuk says lo yilbash gever simlas isha that a man can do something that is normal for a woman. Usually, men should not be caring about their appearance so much. And um, it's usher to pull out a white hair. Why wouldn't that be boer on Shabbos? Is boer not like applicable to these types of things, like the hair? Because you're taking out good from the bad, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking. Yeah, I think boer is more limited to. Well, there no, there definitely is a concept of boer where things not at food, not not food. That's a good question. Why this wouldn't be boer? Um, Remember, Bayer has, we discussed, five conditions. Remember that whole chart? We, we went through that. And within the second, I don't remember exactly what that was, where, where that was, but within Bayer, there were a lot of outs. So you'd have to go back and think about, right, what were the outs? If you're going to use it, miyad, right? I mean, there were all these cases, when it, certainly when it, came to, when it came to food, that we had ways of being mako when it came to Bayer. So I think Bayer has more outs. So if I had to pick one, I'd probably pick this one. There's less outs. Okay, I mean, I'd have to go back to think about when it came to Bayer, whether or not any of those outs would apply here. But either way, we, we, we see the concept by Bayer that there are more, you know, there are more outs. There's way, more ways to get out of it. Tanya, one last sugi over here. Rav Shimon ben Elazar Eimer, see Poyrin Shapirish Ruba. What happens if you have a nail, right, like a hangnail? A nail, that rive of the nail... Um, started separating it. Vitsitsin Shapirshu Ruban, or the cuticles, right? So that's the dead skin um, that was roiv, it, it, it had come off. Biyad Mutter, to remove it with your hands, it's going to be Mutter. Bikli of Chatos. You're going to be Oiver So the Mara says, well, I don't understand this. We never have this. We never have something that's Mutter on one side. And Bekli is going to be Daraisa. Uh, that you're totally allowed to do it. So you have to relearn this. That if it's Pirish Ruban, it's no longer going to be Daraisa. Right? And Mepharshim explained because the nail is no longer Yonik, it's no longer um, feeding off of the. Once rive of the nail is cut, it's no longer feeding off of, of the body. So Pirshu Ruban, Biyad Mutter, Bikli Pataraval Usser, that it's usser to cut, let's say you have a nail that's mostly detached, uh, it's usser Midrabanan to cut with a nail, with a nail clipper. But biyad it's gonna be mutter, loy pirshu ruban, and however, if most has not been cut, then biyad potter, that's the shitas rabbanon. That biyad, you're allowed to remove a nail. I mean, I'm sorry. Biyad, if you remove a nail, lechachila, 
that is going to be an iser only an iser drabanon. Avol aser. I'm sorry. Loy pirshu ruban. If the nail was not mostly cut, pater avol aser. Bikli chayev chatos. Amar Rabbi Yehuda. Halacha kerab shimon ben alazar. The halacha is going to be like Rabbi Shimon Elazar that if a if a nail is mostly detached, one may remove it with their hands. Amar Rav Rachana, Amar Rav Yechanan, v'hu shepirshu klapi mala that there's one limiting factor. It has to be detached from the top. And actually, Rashi and Taisus learned this two different ways. But either way, it's mitzah rois oisoi. Right? Rashi says that it's the top of the nail like the part away from your body. And Tesla says the top means closer to your body. That's where it would hurt more. But the point is you're only allowed to go with this heter. Shem ben Elazar is umitza'ar So if it is painful for you, if having uh, a partially detached nail is causing you pain, so then one is allowed to rip it off. Biyad, um, then it would be mutter. Um, so now, here, so... Kind of go through what we discussed today. Okay, to summarize, we said that uh, the chai b'mita, if you take out a living person in the bed, you're going to be putter on the mita. And the rabbi said that this is not limited to Rav Nassan, even according to Rabban Rav Nassan, because there's a difference between the Chavim argued by regards to animals, but when it came to humans, everyone's going to agree, Chai Nesei Sa'atzmai, okay? And um, therefore, we'll have to learn of Yechanan, Eitzel Ben Becerra, in regards to the Sus, right? Remember, he asked Akasha from that case, according to Rav Yechanan, we have to say that that's Miyuchad Lo'ifas, because we said that that is Ben Becerra, like Rav Nassan, Lafuke, not like the Rabbanon, and according to the way Rabbi explained our Mishnah, even the Rabbanon will agree to Reb when it comes to humans, okay? Reb Yechanan says that, however, Reb will agree that um, if a person is tied, tied up, okay, then that he's not considered we said it does not include that the Parsiim, the Persians that would tie themselves up, they were really able to move, they were just uh, doing it because they were spoiled. We said um, if you had a dead body, in the bed, okay, you're going to be chayiv, or Kazayas man makes me chayiv for taking it out. Rishimon was potter because potter, he said, is malacha she'ain tzrichalagufai. To remove the body from you is considered a malacha she'ain tzrichalagufai. Rava said, however, um, to take the body out, to bury it, afilu l'kayvrai, even if you're taking, according to Rishimon, even if you're taking it out for a purpose of the body, it's still not considered a malacha it's still not considered. Considered a malacha shtrichalagufai, even if you're taking out the body to bury it, it's still going to be potter. However, to take out a shovel, you're going to be chayiv, okay? Because it's a malacha lutzerich, you, you want to dig, so therefore you're taking out the shovel, you're going to be chayiv for that. And we said, what's the chiddush? We said that even though you're not benefiting the shovel itself, that there was a havamina to say that in order to be chayiv, in order to be a malacha shtrichalagufai, according to Rav Shimon, it had to benefit the shovel and your use of the shovel, it had to be both. Kamash Malon, we said no. And um, we had the story of Nachman Bar Yitzchak who allowed to take a mace to the Carmelis. We said that was Mishum Kavadabrias. We said that it was even in Rabbi Yehuda. And we tried to ask a, a Kasha or bring a riot to Rav Sheshis from our Mishnah. Okay, in regards to Toilas Tzara'as, if I take one out of three, leaving two, leaving the minimum shear. And we said that there's no raya, that our Mishnah is talking about mace Gadol. And that's why even if you remove less than a Kazayas, you're still going to be potter.
because um, you're leaving the shear of Tuma, and that's what you were trying to get out of the house. Um, and therefore, if you take less and you just leave the shear Tuma, um, you're going to be putter. We discussed in the Mishnah on Ahmed Bey's was what about taking your fingernails or plucking your hair with your hands? Rebbe Eliezer held your chayiv, and Chama held your putter. And however, we said the Chama agree by a kli that you're going to be chayiv, and Rebbe is going to agree that if you take somebody else's with your hands, you're going to be putter. We said, we brought out another machlekes. What is the minimum shear to be chayiv on cutting hair? The Rabbanon held it was Meloizug, which is two sarahs, and Rebbe held it was even one sar. However, we said that the Rabbanon will agree to Rebbe Lazar that you're going to be chayiv for taking out one hair. Um, if it's a white hair, mitoich, you're black, trying to get rid of a white hair, then they're going to agree you're going to be chayiv for that on Shabbos. And we said even becholtz aser because it is le'yilbashis and iser of mimicking women. Um, and we had one final din. Roshim Megamliel said, Roshim Lazar said that um, it's sipirin, or tzitzin, so either your nail or cuticles that most of it was cut, you're allowed to rip it off biyad. Okay, we said that is biyad, but bakli, it's going to be pater, aval aser. And Rabbi Yechanan said that the halacha was like this Roshim ben Elazar. I wrote Roshim ben Gamliel, but it's really Roshim ben Elazar. And um, um, we said, B'Shem Rabbi Yechanan, that that is only if it's klap and malo, the students to them in that, but the point is that it's mitzariyu. Only if it is causing you tsar will we em- employ this heter of Rav Shimon ben Elazar to allow you to uh, remove a nail that has been mostly detached. Uh, just, Ben-Nagat question, 